When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Domain Masters. Uh, In a couple minutes, we're going to be on with my very special guest, Elliot Silver. Elliot uh, is the head of Top Notch Domains, LLC, and also the famous Elliot'sBlog.com, which was voted and recently honored as the Domainer's Choice Award for the best blog and voted the best domain blog by Name Intelligence and uh, the domain blog community. Stay tuned. We'll be back on with Elliot Silver in just a couple minutes. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Geez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting in a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. 
Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO-ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article, S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Stand by for the hook. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders in advertising and marketing about the state of the industry today. The Hook with Katie Kempner, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Okay, welcome back to Domain Masters. My guest tonight is Elliot Silver. While graduate student at NYU, Top Notch Domains LLC owns a strong portfolio of generic domain names. While studying for his master's degree in direct and interactive marketing, Elliot learned about the high value of domain names, receiving targeted type in traffic, and how a developed domain name can exponentially increase the traffic and the value on that traffic. While, the, while within the past year, Top-Notch Domains has shifted its focus to developing its generic domain sites, the company operates travel guides focused on Burbank, California, Lowell, Massachusetts, Syracuse, uh, or, uh, uh, Elliot, what, is, uh, what, what city is that in New Jersey that you operate in? Uh, Secaucus, New Jersey. Oh, Secaucus, New Jersey. Additionally, the uh, company right operates a comprehensive tropical bird website. Elliot was recently honored with the Domainer's Choice Award for Elliot's blog, which was voted the best domain blog, and I second that, and a Domain Intelligence Award for Elliot's blog for the best domain blog community. Elliot, welcome to Domain Masters. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. Great. Good chatting with you. So how and when did you get started in the domain business? Well, I started back when I was in graduate school about five years ago. Um, I, was, I went to NYU. And uh, living in New York, it's very expensive, obviously, and um, kind of needed a way to generate some extra money just to be able to go out and go out to dinner and whatnot. So I was kind of looking around, trying to find something to, to make some money, and um, a family friend of mine suggested that I come up with some kind of unique product. Um, he was talking about, like, pens or something like that, with, or T-shirts with crazy slogans or whatever. Um, so I ended up looking on eBay, just kind of doing some research, I guess, and I saw that these domain names were selling for hundreds and thousands of dollars. So I had seen some names that were selling for a few hundred dollars, and I looked it up, and I saw that there were similar names, what I thought were similar, that were unregistered and available to register. So I said, you know what, I can jump on this, buy some $8, $7 names, 
sell them for 20 or $30 and make some good money. So kind of started doing that, started selling names on eBay, and um, did pretty well with that. I continued to reinvest my funds and uh, started to buy better and better names and, and just came across the uh, the whole industry. I didn't even know there was a domain industry around. So um, started out very small, and uh, I've continued to grow. That's great. And so, so unlike a lot of domainers, you were happy with buying a name for seven fifty or seven bucks and turning around selling it for fifty or sixty or hundred dollars instead of looking for thousands of dollars. So you had a nice ROI target and that made sense to you from a business standpoint. Exactly. I figured instead of selling one name a month for a thousand dollars, or maybe not even selling it for a thousand dollars, I'd deal in bulk and uh, I'd sell a name for fifty dollars on eBay. And then I'd say to that, the person that bought it, I'd say, hey, you know, I've got 10 other names that are very similar. I'll sell you these other 10 names for $30 a piece. So I could have probably made more money by holding and, and, selling, and, holding and selling for as much as possible, um, but I opted to sell for less but sell in greater uh, quantities. Yeah, that's great. But, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And so um, when did you go full-time uh, in the domain business? Full, I actually went full-time uh, a little under a year ago, it will be a year um, next month, um, turned out to be a pretty good decision because I was working at AIG um, for two and a half years as a direct marketing manager and um, just kind of uh, was was really uh, at a crossroads there. Um, I figured I'd been there for two and a half years, so I'd probably be looking for a new job. And um, the domain business had, had done well for me, and uh, I'd, I'd learned a lot and was doing pretty well. So um, I figured... Take a chance. If uh, if things don't work out, I'll go get another job. But um, haven't looked back. Yeah, it's great. So um, you know, most of your early revenue was in sales. What observations do you have about the uh, the sales process on domain names, both from the past and what's going on today? Well, you know, I think um, I think in the past people were more um, willing to take a chance um, on a domain name. Like I think that the, the lower to, to mid-range domain names, like the, the $2,000 to $5,000, $6,000 domain names, were pretty fairly easy to sell if they, they had meaning. Um, the generic names, they're like the two-worders. I, I tended to, to focus on the two-word names um, up until a few months ago. I mean, I still buy those, but um, people had a, they were flush with PPC revenues. Um, they were more willing to take a chance. And uh, lately, it seems that people are less willing to take a chance on a on an average or, or even good name. Um, people are looking for the premium cream of the crop names that are thousands of dollars. They'd rather spend twenty thousand dollars on one um, one home run domain name or fifty thousand dollars on a home run domain name than buy ten or twelve twenty or thirty or ten or twelve uh, two or three thousand dollar names. So, I think. Generally, it's, it's getting more difficult to sell to other domain um, investors. However, I do think that um, with the economy the way it is, um, there are people that are out there, there are end users who want a good quality domain name. Um, they, they understand the value of, of the type and traffic that comes with a domain name. Um, they want to be the leader of their industry. They might be a small company in Iowa, but if they own the, the category name for, for their category, they're all of a sudden global. They're big time. So it's easier to, like a Hotels.com situation where the guy, the person, the company that owns it, it could be a small time, could have been a small time person in the middle of nowhere. Um, they own the, the category name and people assume that they are who they, 
who, who they seem to be. So I think, um, in general, just to get back to your question, I think it's getting more difficult to sell um, average, below average names um, right now at this point in, in, the, in time. But it, I think it's getting it's easier to sell high value names, um, names that have obvious meaning. And I think that end users are starting to really. Um, lately, I've noticed, um, at least in personal experiences, that end users are actually um, they're more they seem more willing to to consider a, a large domain purchase um, than before. Yeah, I, I would agree, obviously, because of the success of the domain auctions. Uh, it, it showed that yeah. uh, some good, uh, um, you know, that that really we didn't see a blip in, um, you know, in some of the sale prices and the percentage of sales uh, were still consistent with what we've had in other venues so that people were still no buying uh, no the right names at the right dollars. Absolutely, and I told you at the show, I was, I was a little bit worried coming into the show, um, not about you guys in particular, but just about the state of the economy, the domain economy, would people actually um, continue raising their paddles and uh, after the show, I told you, I said, this is phenomenal. This is, I mean, in general, it wasn't a phenomenal um, auction kind of, but it was phenomenal just given the current state of the economy that we were able to do, I think, over $4 million in sales, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, with the com- combined uh, live and silent off- auction, uh, we were right at $4 million bucks. So we did very, you know, uh, uh, quite well. So yeah, it's very, um, it's very it worked strong. out. Sure worked strong. out good. Yeah, definitely. It shows uh, it shows strength in tough times, and that's what people. Um, I think people needed to see because there's a lot of people, myself included, were a little bit worried about the um, the state of the the domain industry. There aren't a ton of people who are full time um, like myself. So when I went all in and, and became a full time domain investor, it was pretty good times before, and um, it shows that uh, that despite the tough economic conditions in the world, not just in the U.S. Uh, domains are still uh, desired, and, and they're still um, they're still being sought after. Yeah, I agree. So, in your in your success sales success history, which you've had plenty, um, what are some of the success stories that you can share with the audience, and what were some of the key things to those successes uh, that helped you get a lot of those domains sold? Well, I think uh, I'd, I'd like to talk about just a, a recent sale. Um, I had posted on my blog uh, a legal name, prenuptialagreement.com, um, was offering it for sale. And I uh, didn't really have much much luck selling it. Um, just pretty. Qu- I tried to. I bought it. I was looking to sell for for a, a, a small profit margin, but um, didn't have a, a ton of luck. And I was thinking, you know, this is this is probably a name that's more geared towards an a-, a person that actually does prenuptial agreement. So um, I did some some searching on Google, and um, I found a number of prospects based on who was advertising, who was paying for for uh, AdWords. And also, who was listed in Google in the organic results? Um, didn't want to focus on a top ten uh, listed site because I figured if they're top ten, they're probably getting some decent organic traffic as it is. Um, they probably don't necessarily want to invest um, and buy the name I was offering. So I focused on like twenty to thirty um, people that were ranked from twenty to thirty and forty and fifty um, in Google in the organic results, and uh, just created a pitch um, talking about the name, uh, the value it would add to the business, um, why I thought it was a value, and name my price, which I felt was pretty reasonable. Um, anyway, I was able to get in touch with um, a few people that were very interested, um, and one person in particular is an attorney out in California um, who does prenuptial agreements and other kind of um, contracts and whatnot. He was very interested, and we were able to reach a price. 
So you really have to give them the value, tell them, convince, convince people why they want this domain name and why they want a particular domain name. Um, and some people get it, some people don't. And I found that it's tough to educate somebody if they're, if they're not interested in, in owning a category domain name. There's really no reason to, to spend a whole lot of time educating because it's tough. And once you get to the, once you finally convince them um, that a domain name could be hugely important for their business, um, if you name your price, they could be floored again. So I've, I've, I feel that you kind of have to give them a little bit of an explanation of why, that why they should want a particular domain name and then price it reasonably. So I was able to do that and uh, worked out a, a deal that was beneficial to both buyer and seller. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, previously I, I, I spent a lot of time selling domain names to other domain investors. Um, someone once told me when we were talking about just buying and selling pretty quickly, um, I don't remember exactly how this came up, but he said, you know, I, I, I know that I'm paying you a little bit of a premium over what I could have bought this for from the original person that owned it, but I really don't want to do that kind of research. I know you probably do hours and hours of research trying to find these names and negotiating, and I'd rather pay you a little bit of a premium um, and save myself the trouble. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a balance between pricing your, your domain names right, um, knowing who your audience is, because um, you can't expect to, to get a multi-million dollar sale on an average or like even a good name um, to another domain investor. You have to give them value, and uh, that's, that's probably one of the more important things I've learned along the way. So in this current economy and, uh, you know, I know we talked a little bit about uh, just the, the auction sales and how the, um, the economy could have affected that in one way or the other, you know, what do you think about the current economy and the outlook for the industry and, um, you know, how long do you think it's going to last given your experience? And, uh, you know, I'd like to discuss that with you a little bit. Sure. Well, I think that just about everybody is concerned in some, some respects. Um, the wealthy are concerned about their other investments that have been going down in value, real estate, um, obviously stock market down another 700 points, something like that today. Um, domain owners are concerned because it seems like less people are, um, are, are buying right now. Um, there's a lot of concern. I think concern is the, the, is the, 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 the buzzword, but um, in light of the, the auction that you guys just had, um, $4 million in sales is still pretty strong, in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. People are, you look at Ron Jackson's sales report um, in DN Journal, and uh, people are still buying names, and they're still spending quite a bit of money. Um, I think this is, this is definitely a situation where it's not just the U.S. that's impacted, it's, it's the entire world. But um, I also think that people are shifting funds to online um, advertising. It's, it's trackable. One of the things I learned in, uh, at NYU in my direct marketing classes were um, the, the focus is on the ROI, the return on your investment. And with a domain name um, and a website, you can go online and you can, uh, you can take out advertising and you can cut it off if it's not working. You can make changes. You can easily change banners, change placement. You can do so many things online that you can't do in print or, or on, uh, on TV. So right. in general, I think the domain market is still strong. I think people continue to, to go online every day. Um, I think that domainer to domainer sales is definitely down, but I also think that that's 
a great opportunity because, at least for myself, I focus more on selling to, to end users who will find more value um, in the domain names. So instead of just pitching names to, um, to clients of mine who are in the, the domain business, instead of trying to sell on the forums or whatever or via email, um, come up with a, a strategy for, for each of my names that's for sale. At the moment, not very many, but um, just coming up with a way to, to sell them and uh, giving a value proposition, telling, telling a, a potential buyer why he'd be interested in the name. And I've found that recently people are more responsive to my emails. Um, people are getting back to me, asking me, at least asking me for the price. Um, before people really didn't, well, a couple of years ago, I, my focus wasn't really on the uh, end user sale. I'd rather sell to someone else in the industry for 20, 30, 40% profit margin or whatever the, the case may be, depending on the name, um, than have to spend hours and hours prospecting for end user clients. But um, these days it seems like it's less difficult to, to find and user clients who are interested in buying, um, just a matter of coming up with a price that works for everybody. So the economy, is, the economy sucks um, in a lot of ways, but the domain economy is still pretty strong and the fundamentals are um, continuing to be strong. Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people may look at domain names as an alternate investment strategy, uh, uh, even in the, in the great... Uh, the great crash of 2000, 2001, which is when the Internet almost didn't make it, at least in somebody's mind. Um, it was the domain name that held its value during the toughest of times. And uh, even even um, at a discount, it was still a saleable product, and that's what kept us in business, was selling domain names from companies that were defunct and going out of business. So it proved that in the worst of times, uh, it could be the best of times or the best buying opportunities for others uh, to get into the market. Most definitely. And there, I, I get emails every day from people trying to sell names. Um, to be frank, I'm not really buying that many right now. Um, I've got a whole bunch of projects going on, uh, mostly development that I'm sinking money into. Um, and it's a little bit risky. There are names that I'm interested in buying and uh, go out and contact people, um, either names that are in a, a specific vertical that I'm interested in or uh, just names that would help fortify my portfolio. But um, there are people selling. There are a lot of people selling. It's it's If you're in a... Um, if you're in a, uh, a position where you have lots of domains but not that much cash, um, there could be some, some situations that you need to sell, and it's not, it's not always easy selling a domain name quickly, especially if you're selling to another domain investor. But um, I've been seeing a little bit of that recently. Um, but I haven't seen too many fire sales. Um, someone presented some decent domain names to me the other day, a person who I had never met before emailed me out of the blue, and uh, he had some some pretty decent names, but the prices weren't prices that were uh, like, oh my gosh, I need to jump on these now. They were they were still very optimistic prices. So whether he was trying to get a sale to, um, to whether he was trying to capitalize on on, on selling to me, or um, whether he didn't need the funds as badly as his email might have seemed, um, there's really doesn't seem like there are any fire sales going on. It's just uh, a lot. Of, I've seen people. Um, selling names from their portfolios, dropping names that really weren't producing for them. So if you have hundreds and hundreds of names, um, if they're not generating revenue, now is not exactly a great time to be holding on to these names because um, even at $8 a year, if you have 10,000 names, that's $80,000 a year just in, in uh, renewal fees. So um, people are, are being more conscious of the size of their portfolios and um, 
just kind of cutting some some fat where where they can. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Let's talk a little bit about um, developing because it looks like you shifted your attention a lot into uh, starting to develop, and that's the big buzz in the domain community right now. Is uh, a bunch of people are sitting on a bunch of domain names. Some uh, are still earning decent traffic on parking, you know, parking revenue based off of traffic, but. Um, you know, with uh, Google in control of that and, and uh, several downturns in the uh, PPC market, uh, development seems to be the, the hot button and a way to maybe, um, you know, diversify the investment a little bit. Talk about um, some of the sites you've developed, what the strategy sure. is, and what you would recommend to other domainers in terms of the best development strategy for uh, a domain name that was, uh, you know, traditionally parked or typically parked in sure. the past. Absolutely. And I... Just to, to go back a step, I, um, when I got into the industry, I had no idea what parking was. Um, I kind of knew, had a grasp of the whole Internet advertising, um, just various types of Internet advertising from my classes, but I had no idea that parking companies existed. Um, actually, a friend of mine mentioned um, a parking company, a couple, probably 2005 or so, um, Traffic Z, and I looked it up and finally relented and opened an account with them. Um, just relented in the sense that I had no idea what I was doing. I just had a whole bunch of names um, that I had regi- hand-registered. Um, assumed that there was no traffic. So I'd, I've never had a uh, portfolio that generated um, a whole lot of traffic on the names, generating traffic on their own. I've never bought um, domain names solely based on traffic. If they've had, If they have traffic, it's usually a question I've I ask after I've agreed to a deal because I buy names um, because I see I can kind of get, grasp in my head what what the name would make what kind of website the name would make like Burbank.com right. would obviously make a, a website uh, with information about Burbank, California. Right. So um, that being said, I've never really relied on the PPC um, revenue as a source of revenue for my business, um, so that area hasn't really hurt me. Um, however, I think. Um, in the general sense, I think I look at I liken development to, to going fishing. Um, the more lines you cast, the the more fish you're going to catch. So the more developed pages you have on a website, or or the more unique content you have on the website, the greater the chance of somebody finding it. Because you can't rely on the type and traffic. Type and traffic is great. Um, people are are motivated to to find whatever you have if they type it in. However. Um, for most of my sites, what I'm finding is a majority of the traffic comes from uh, the search engine. So um, a park page can be great if you've got natural type in traffic um, or if a trend comes up or something emerges and your domain name is the, the keywords that people are typing in. But aside from those rare occurrences where like a TV show chooses your domain name as the name of their show or something like that, um, the only way you're really going to increase traffic and revenue to your site is if you develop. So um, that being said, I've always wanted to, to my, the, the goal a couple of years ago or a year ago um, with, my, with my business was to eventually be able to keep some of the names. Um, instead of selling a premium name, I'd be able to, to keep it without kind of uh, with, with being able to, to continue paying my bills. So um, I went out about, uh, actually about a year ago, a little over a year, a little under a year ago, excuse me, and uh, looked for a geographic domain name. I had seen what um, David and Michael Costello were doing, Dampel Crano, Jess Bookstaff, Skip Hoagland, all those great geo domain people. I had seen what they were doing with their geo sites, and I figured, hey, these, these geo- geographic.com domain names are great. They've got brandability. Um, people are already 
people are already uh, very familiar with the large city brands. So to me, it was this was a kind of a a, a great way to develop a website. Um, I'm a history buff, so I figured it'd be great to learn about a, a city. Um, ended up buying Lowell.com, which is uh, now developed into a city site about Lowell, Massachusetts. Um, I grew up about half an hour north of Lowell, so that was interesting to me um, to develop a full site. I'd never done anything before with uh, development, and uh, kind of learned as I went. I decided to put a blog up on Lowell.com to just discuss my plans for the site as it was going. And uh, the coolest thing about that were was that people were actually leaving comments. People who were familiar with the geodomain industry were leaving comments and suggestions on the uh, the blog. So I had a great opportunity to learn um, kind of as I was going and get advice and tips, um, which was great. So I had such a good time developing Lowell.com, I ended up going out and buying Burbank.com um, and continuing to develop that. I'm actually redeveloping Burbank.com as we speak. Um, then I went out and bought TropicalBirds.com. Now, one of the cool things was TropicalBirds.com didn't really receive very many typings um, at all, maybe two a day or something like that. But uh, I put up a site doing some key- keyword research and um, put up a pretty comprehensive site about tropical birds, working with a copywriter, um, got a nice logo um, designed and also a nice layout. And um, I found that traffic continued to grow um, through search engine optimization. And I also found that um, I was reach- well. I was reaching out to people in the tropical bird business, and not only did I find someone that was wanting to advertise, that wanted to pay me to to put her business, be a featured breeder on the site, but I was getting um, compliments from other breeders who asked to, if I could put their information, their contact information on my site in exchange for links. So right. all of that enabled the site to grow, and, and traffic is pretty strong, and uh, the search engine traffic continues to grow. So I think... Um, Tropical Birds is an example I like to use because it started off with very little traffic, and now it's, um, I don't want to say considerable, but it's pretty strong. So I think yeah. uh, that, that shows the power of development. You can go from uh, a small site with or small domain name with very little traffic to uh, a full website where there are people that go and come back, and people are, are very interested in the site. Now, now, are you generating revenue and profit there uh, yet, or that's still in, in evolution and process? It's an evolution and process. Um, I've kind of shifted focus from tropical birds. I'm letting it sit. Um, it's pretty well listed in Google. Um, the site's indexed pretty fairly extensively, and um, I rank pretty highly on Google. Um, unfortunately, for some reason, Yahoo's only indexed the homepage. So I think I get somewhere around 85 or 90% of my traffic um, from search engines, and about 95% of that traffic is from Google. So... I'm um, going like, to continue to let it sit, but I have an advertiser um, who's, um, who's advertising uh, revenue helped defray the cost of development, and um, I get decent AdSense um, traffic or AdSense clicks, um, although the uh, revenue is not great. It's about, actually about the same as, um, as it was parked. The revenue per click is about the same as it was parked. However, obviously a lot more traffic, so the revenue has definitely increased. Um, it's just a matter of finding bird advertisers who are willing to pay um, a decent amount for a click, but uh, that's difficult. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
Now, uh, talk, let's talk a little bit about your blog, because uh, obviously Elliot's blog um, you know, is one of the most popular domain blogs now. Um, it, it, it's pretty popular amongst domainers, and now a lot of people that are not even domainers are, are starting to tap into it. Give us a little background about why you started it, how, how long you've been blogging, and, um, and some of the things you're learning from blogging on the domain business itself. Sure. Well, um, I started back in June of last year, 2007. I was at the traffic show in New York. Um, I had set up a blog. It was pretty, uh, pretty quickly set up using a WordPress template and uh, decided to, uh, to blog the results of the traffic auction as it happened. Um, there were, I don't think anybody else was doing it um, that day, so people tuned into the blog. Um, and eventually other people linked to it just for the results. And um, I started blogging, I think, I guess I started blogging pretty regularly back in September of last year. Um, at the time, as I recall, Frank Schilling um, in Seven Mile Blog and Sahar Sarid, Conceptualist, um, and uh, maybe one or two other, uh, well, Michael Gilmore. Um, there, were, there, were some, there were a number of blogs out there, but I felt that I had a different perspective um, having started in 2003, 2004, um, just registering new names. So um, instead of instead of posting on various forums where generally I've found that could lead to different kinds of arguments and whatnot, I figured, you know, I'll have my own um, place to say what I, what I think. And uh, if anybody comes and reads, then uh, happy to share what I've learned. Um, and I found that people started coming and... Um, it was it was nice. People gave feedback. People were providing other information and sharing, and I felt that it was it was a, a nice environment to discuss domains in public because I felt I had learned a lot, and I wasn't reinventing a wheel. But there were there were a lot of people that were kind of at my level, I guess, um, just hadn't really made the the hundred thousand dollar sales or anything like that. Were were starting out or had been in the business for a few months or whatever. And uh, I felt that I could add a different perspective than was out there. Um, and the blog grew. It continued to grow. And as I continued to learn more, I was happy to share. Um, talked about the development of Lowell.com. Um, so as, uh, as, it's, as it's become indexed in the search engines, it's also traffic has grown from non-domainers as well. Um, so I've learned a lot about blogging, learned a lot about creating compelling headlines, um, my friend Owen Frager taught me how to well, kind of gave me some insight on creating provocative headlines and creating headlines that would attract um, not only uh, domainers but also people that were in, in marketing and other industries. Um, so that's kind of how it grew. Got but it. Just, Got it. Yeah, just, just fun writing about the business. It um, keeps me kind of tuned into everything because people will send me leads um, they'll say, hey, did you see this? Um, I also have to check in with all the, the sites just to, to make sure that I'm not missing something. Um, so it's really it's kind of keep kept me on my toes and always always learning. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, you're, 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 you're obviously putting yourself uh, as an industry expert and you're becoming um, – it'll actually help you do more business too because, uh, you know, you can start blogging about some of your success stories and then people are starting to comment about theirs and – it's a it's a nice continuous relationship that uh, it also does good for the search engines, and you can also link your sites to it. <laughs> Most definitely, and I'm learning a lot just just by doing. I mean, you learn about there's a whole lot of SEO stuff that I have no clue about, um, but 
lots of tips that you learn, just silly tricks that you see um, that you see other people doing or you hear about, um, and you just it's kind of something. It's kind of an evolving um, website. So while I'm building other websites, I've uh, I'm trying to build a brand around tropicalbirds.com and burbank.com and other sites. Um, it's actually kind of funny because I built a little bit of a brand around um, my blog. So um, I've inadvertently right. wasn't even thinking about it, but my blog has become a full website, which is something that I've been trying to learn how to do. So kind of learning by doing. Right. So as we wrap this up, um, you know, w- one of the things that I get most value out of, and so do, so do our listeners, and there's about 2,000 downloads of the show that uh, occur every single week, um, I always ask uh, my famous guest uh, to give us, you know, three things that um, has really helped them out or they've learned about the business um, or tips and tricks that no one else really knows about that um, can really help others. So it's kind of like sharing the love, spreading the, spreading the love, sharing the wealth of knowledge and, uh, you know, sharing three important things that not too many people know about that can really help advance the, the business forward for others. And it's kind of like play it forward. Uh, or pay it forward in, in a sense with the show, and uh, you know every guest does something and says something that um, that will help others. And you know if, if one of the listeners can pick up one or two things from each interview that helps them grow their business, it helps us all out as a domain community and also as an internet community. That's awesome. Very very cool. And happy to to think about that because that's one of the things that I I've tried to do with my blog is is just teaching. I'm not a very good teacher. I don't feel like I'm a good teacher, but um, people can learn from either what I do right or what I do wrong. So I'm happy to, to be someone's example of, of bad website, web advertising, but I'm also just as happy to be um, an example giving ideas. So um, let's see. I think um, one thing which, which I've learned probably pretty recently um, is that making a domain inquiry, either doing a, mostly when you're trying to buy a name, um, a phone call works best. Um, most of the time people are emailing back and forth very easy to turn down um, an offer over the over email. Um, you can mull it over. Um, you can kind of write up uh, a response with with given time. However, a phone call is more personal. Um, someone's less. Someone's more reluctant to say, "I want a million dollars for a domain name that's worth ten thousand dollars over the telephone" than they would in an email. So it's more of a personal thing. You can. Definitely um, have a, a better conversation with um, with somebody over email to gauge um, if they're really interested in selling. I think it's it's more difficult when you're trying to sell a domain name because you kind of cold call somebody, and it's difficult selling a, a hundred dollar advertising space over the telephone. Um, so trying to sell a twenty five thousand uh, dollar domain name on a cold call is is next to impossible. So I think a uh, phone call that would be the the first. Um, tip that I give. Um, another thing is uh, development is the best way to increase traffic to a website. Now, development is, uh, is not easy. Um, oftentimes, you, you want to put a business around a website, and uh, owning a business is definitely not easy. My dad has been in business. He's owned a business for 25 years, just about. Um, I've worked there for many summers, and uh, it's, it's difficult to, uh, to say the least. So, when you develop, I think there are some good options out there to develop mini sites. Um, there are several different different places. Um, Kevin at BigTicketDomains.com developed Tropical Birds for me. TropicalBirds.com, um, AEIOU.com developed uh, Secaucus.com for me. Um, yeah. 
SiteGraduate.com is building um, a site on FuelAssistance.com for me. So there are lots of different options out there um, for for development, even mini sites. Um, I know YPark out there, YPark.com is uh, helping with another site. Um, so there there are a ton of options. Um, I just think that with a park page, you only get the t- you can only take advantage of the type and traffic pretty much. Um, with a developed site, even a mini site, you can get indexed in the search engines and take advantage of um, other opportunities. So that's that's the second tip. And uh, the third one is something that uh, it's probably pretty obvious, but um, you know, a domain name should pass the radio test. If you're if you're building a full business, it's probably a little bit less um, important, I guess. But uh, for for domain names, they should be able to be pronounced, spelled correctly. Um, I was watching a commercial the other day with my brother for uh, a company called Zoom.com, which is a uh, financial services or financial money transfer service. And um, you think Zoom.com is spelled Z-O-O-M. Well, unfortunately, um, they spell it X-O-O-M.com. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't pass. Didn't, I, was, I was actually online just uh, kind of looking at some stuff and uh, didn't really hear um, the commercial until they said Zoom.com. I was like, oh, that's a great name, Zoom.com. Well, Zoom.com and Exum.com are uh, different uh, domain names. So um, I think that might be obvious, but you should keep in mind how difficult it is to spell a name um, if you're going to advertise it or if you want to sell it to somebody else. You really need to be able to um, have a clear, concise pronunciation and a pretty easy spelling. So I think those are the three uh, three tips I'd, I'd leave you with. Well, that sounds great, Elliot. I, I really appreciate that, and I'm sure uh, some of those uh, will be utilized and used by the domain community and the folks that are listening. I want to thank you for your time today and being on Domain Masters, and uh, um, this will be um, uh, you know, available to be downloaded uh, uh, on the web and also through iTunes. And uh, this yeah. should really help out uh, your blog, and we'll have, uh, we'll have a link sent to you once it's posted so you can also uh, have the link to your interview. Great. I appreciate you having me on here. And uh, if... Uh, if anybody has any questions about the domain industry, about development, or um, just about anything else in the, the internet-related um, field that I've that I've had experience with, I'm happy to help. Um, got, got a contact form on my blog. Feel free to shoot me an email, drop me a note, and I'm happy to give advice if I can. Um, if I can, I can send you to somebody who does like Monty. So um, yeah, definitely. If you guys, uh, if anybody needs anything, yeah, and to read uh, to, to to check out the blog, go to elliotsblog.com. And um, uh, you can see uh, what's going on in the domain industry. And, um, and also, good luck to you and uh, Top Notch Domains LLC. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Okay, take care, Elliot. Okay, with that said, I'm wrapping up another great week of Domain Masters. Uh, again, a special thanks to Elliot Silver from Elliot's blog and Top Notch Domains. Uh, join us again next week for another live show about the domain industry and how you can be successful with your domains. Be the master of your domains, and I'll see you next week. Take care. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.